Welcome to episode 39 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Tuesday, people. Tuesday, the 17th of September, 2000, 2019. How are you all doing? How is your week progressing? It is here in the UK at the moment, about 5 to 10 at night. I know. I've left it late again, people. I've left it late again. It's been a busy old day. It hasn't been that busy, to be honest. I've had a few bits to do uh, that I'll talk about. Um, but um, it's not been massively busy. The reason it's late uh, is because I was watching um, the film Darkest Hour uh, with Gary Oldman in, and I wanted it to get to the bit at the end. The old speech. Get some of that fucking fur on my balls standing up. The old uh, we shall... F- we shall fight them on the beaches. That speech. Uh, it's a fucking brilliant film, if you haven't seen it. Uh, I watched it before, although I bought the DVD the other day, and I hate fucking doing this because I thought I couldn't remember watching the film. I don't know why. I uh, just completely blanked it from my memory, um, and I was told today um, that I'd already seen the film. And I started watching it and I was like, yeah, okay, I've seen this. And I just wasted a fiver. Um, five pounds, which is probably about 2.6 American dollars. Or wherever you're from. Uh, being as the, the uh, pound is escalating downwards. Descalating, descalating. Anyway, it's going down. Whatever. Because of the Brexit confusion in the markets, man. Uh, anyway, so uh, I was watching that, uh, trying to get to the bit of a, the speech at the uh, at the end, uh, just so I could hear that speech um, and get my fucking English balls buzzing. Bit of patriotism going on in the in Briggs Towers today. Um, not that I'm uh, flying a flag or anything like that, or burning a cross on my fucking front garden. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to watch that, um, which is a fucking brilliant speech. I love that. We shall fight them on the beaches. We shall fight them everywhere. Something like that, innit? What is it? We shall fight them. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight them in the nightclubs and... Outside the co-ops. Something like that, isn't it? Something like that. That's it. That's what... They're the, talking of Brexit. That's what they fucking totally, totally um, disregarded in the Brexit vote. This is my opinion on it, right? This is my spin on it. They totally, totally disregarded that uh, the British people are an island race and they like to get the ass about things sometimes. <laughs> That's what they fucking forgot about that vote. There's people out there who still fucking look back to them times and go, the war was fucking great times. Being bombed, having no fucking food. We fucking love it. Bring it on. Um, But yeah, they forget. They forgot um, that. uh, Not that I think everybody who voted to um, leave is a uh, fucking racist prick because they're not. Uh, I know many people who voted to leave uh, with the uh, to leave the EU. If you're not aware of this, people of the world, 
Uh, I know a lot of people who voted to leave who are not racist pricks. And I know a few people who voted to remain who are racist pricks. So, um, but it's too, it's not, it's not um, simply enough, is it? You know, having that like uh, thrown into the argument, is it? It's just simply just to go, oh, these people are racist and these people are fucking pussy, pussy ass fucking tree huggers. That's basically it, isn't it? Um, that's what we like to do. We like to categorize. It makes it simpler for us uh, to deal with. But anyway, that's still not been fucking fixed yet. Not that I gave a shit. I didn't fucking vote anyway. I know. I know. People out there judging me for not not voting. This is all covered in material available on YouTube. Um, but uh, yeah, that fucking film's brilliant. And I know. I know Winston Churchill now is a flawed hero. Is he not? Um, but I think uh, that portrayal uh, by Gary Oldman, not that I ever really have watched anything with regards to Winston Churchill other than films about him. <laughs> the young Winston. I think uh, Gary Oldman's portrayal of Winston Churchill is well in line with the other film I've watched about Winston Churchill, The Young Winston. Uh, or the young Churchill, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> I can imagine that's the way he grew up, to be exactly how Gary Oldman played him. <laughs> and all the uh, he did a very good rendition of his voice uh, that I've heard on YouTube in recordings from the time. That's what I think. <laughs> I have no idea whether he was like that or not. But it was a good p- portrayal of how I imagine Winston Churchill was in my limited um, recall of the way Winston Churchill has been portrayed in other films. So well done, Gary Oldman, for that. But it's like flawed. That's it. And it? it's flawed heroes. I was talking about this to a uh, comedy colleague today. Flawed heroes. That's the, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, like, Churchill was the guy we needed at the time. Uh, He was a bit of an arsehole, a bit belligerent, uh, apparently racist as well, uh, which has got that weird scene in the fucking film where he goes on the underground and he sort of, like, makes friends with a black guy. (laughs) 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 That he just has to throw that in there like that. Hey, black guy, I appreciate you... uh, Cutting off my uh, little quote I was doing there, uh, it was quite actually, you know, like it's crowbarred in there, isn't it? To say, hey, Churchill liked black guys too. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a bit like Hollywood and a bit like that's thrown in there, isn't it? Uh, where, they, where the black guy sits down and uh, finishes his uh, speech um, for him, his little quote he's doing uh, and finishes it. And it's like, hey. Black guys know like poetry too. This is great. Do I look good out of this? Okay, I'm going to leave the underground now and get on with the film. Tick that box. Uh, yes, yeah, so um, <laughs> they always fucking do that in films. You know, I know they couldn't have him like expressing his intention, <laughs> his intentions at the time. If he was a fucking racist, which um, is fairly believed. Everybody was back then though, weren't they? You know what I mean? Everybody was a fucking racist back then. 
Um, and there's only limited amounts of those people still alive. And as soon as they've gone, we've got that racism thing sorted. <laughs> if only that was the case. There's fucking more coming through. We all know it. We all know it right now. Uh, but yeah, it's always a bit weird when they do that thing of uh, like uh, trying to like, well, literally, I suppose, literally trying to whitewash history a little bit uh, there. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure that encounter took place at all. And I think that was just thrown in uh, to make the film more palatable. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird when they do that. They always do that. Hang on, let's have a bit of coffee. Coffee tonight, people, as well. Fucking hell, Ben. Going up in the world, yeah. Cappuccino. Bit of cappuccino tonight. Cappuccino. Um, yeah, but they, uh, yeah, you know, he's a flawed fucking hero, isn't it? Everybody's like, everybody wants to put everybody up on a pedestal, don't they? You know, even Hitler had his faults. <laughs> But they do. They always put these people on a pedestal and then it comes back that they're fucking, you know, Mother Teresa. Didn't she used to beat people? Didn't she? <laughs> used to give, like, some of the nuns a fucking left hook if they got out of line. Did she do that? I don't know. Maybe I'm just spreading this rumour. Did she do this? Let's have a look. Mother Teresa criticisms. Let's have a look. Racism. Again, Mother Teresa. Is the quintessential image of the white woman in the colonies. Exactly, Mother Teresa. Going over there, saving, like black and brown people of their own temptations and failures. Fucking hell, yeah. Didn't she used to convert people on their deathbed as well? (laughs) She used to fucking do that, didn't she? People are dying like that, and she'd just convert them to Christianity. Ah, you're a Christian now. You'll be fine. See you later then. See you in the next life. All right, that's another one tallied up. How How many more people are dying today that I can convert to Christianity? So they're Christian for the last fucking 28 seconds of their life. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe even Jesus was like that. I don't know. I said this earlier uh, when I was talking about it earlier. Uh, You know, Jesus, like you you haven't got anything, you know, nobody seems to have a a bad word to say about him. Um, Do they? Nobody, really. I can't think of anyone who, you know, like, he turned water into wine, didn't he? But no, it's never said that he actually shared that wine. <laughs> He's just getting fucking hammered. How's your fucking water, people? Just in front of him. Oh, yeah, I'm covered in you. really obnoxious. Yeah, I'm covered in your fucking wife. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Everybody's just sitting around as he's fucking hammered on his own wine. I don't know. Maybe that didn't happen. I don't know. But, um, yeah, there's always, like, flawed heroes in everything, isn't there? And obviously, looking looking through from today's eyes, yeah, Churchill was fucking, you know, pretty horrendous in some of his views. But he's the, he's the sort of, like, hero you need at the minute. I remember, uh, I don't know if I've talked about this before on the podcast, but somebody, there was a fucking, I think I did, because I remember getting a bit irate about it, um, but uh, there was people who broke into, like, a fucking... I think there was a cafe or something named after Churchill, and people just started... People are having cups of coffee and bits of cake, and then people in, like, just turned up... Students, by the looks of them, just turned up shouting Churchill was a racist, which is not the best thing uh, you want when you're having a 
bit of cake, is it really? <laughs> Can I have a cake? Uh, how much is cake? £1.50. Do you want that with or without abuse? Could I have it with the abuse? Okay, that'll be £2. Come on in. File in. Here you go. Just shout at these people for having the same fucking, you know. Is that what it's got to now? Protesting small business owners who were trying to be kind of patriotic a little bit, I suppose, and thought, I know, Churchill's uh, really, um, really uh, popular in this country. Nobody's ever going to go about that. Wrong. Uh, Anyway. Uh, I think he was like pretty much a, a flawed hero, but um, the hero we needed at the time, very much like uh, fucking, wasn't it Gary Oldman who actually said those li- that line in the Batman film? Probably was. It's fucking wheels within wheels. It's the fucking film Illuminati. <laughs> it's a fucking great film anyway. Uh, I love that. I love that film. And it got my the old hairs standing up on the on my fucking little testes as I was watching that speech, and then it fucking ends, and I was like, "Ah, oh, what do I do with myself now?" Okay, I'll do the podcast. How can this go wrong? Not at all, Ben. You're talking about Churchill in 2019. You fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, what have I been up to today? I'll tell you what, people, I have been up to today. I had to go to the dentoir today. The old dentist. Um, dentoir, as they say in France, I don't know. Um, yeah, I had to go to the dentist today, um, not to have a checkup or anything. We get that free-ish now on the National Health. Don't we have to pay about 30 quid, 20 quid, 30 quid, I don't know, for a checkup. You're in there about 10 minutes and they do fuck all for you. That's what happens now when you go to the dentist. Years ago, they used to do a bit of scaling and shit like that, get all the crap off your teeth, and now they go, ah, well, you've got a bit of gum disease, Take this mouthwash and fuck off. Next come, please. That's basically what they do these days. The NHS is going down the pan. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, I had to go there because they don't descale or clean your teeth or take the stains off anymore. Uh, you have to pay privately to have that done. So you put a 20 quid deposit down. It's like backing a fucking horse, isn't it? So you put 20 quid down. And then you have to pay the rest of the shit when you go. So I had to pay like 60 quid. So it's about 80 quid. I was in there for an hour. Not a bad rate of pay for the lady who was doing it for me. And a little lady assistant as well. Where's the gender pay gap? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, 80 quid an hour she's on. She probably has to bung some aside to a fucking, like, a man up there somewhere who's taking all that money. Uh, but, uh, I was waiting in the, uh, fucking waiting room to go in and, um, I was booked in for about quarter to 10 today, right? And, um, was it quarter to 10? Quarter to 11. Yeah. And, uh, not that that bothers you. Anyway, it was about like fucking 11 hours ago. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was waiting there, so just sitting there fucking around with my phone and stuff like that. Like you do in a waiting room because you don't want to make fucking eye contact with anybody else because you don't want to be the weirdo who just stares at people. So I was just sitting there uh, um, looking at my phone and uh, some woman walked past. Like the waiting room, room was like set back and there was a corridor outside. And uh, she was obvi- obviously worked there. And I thought, ah, oh, fucking... Co- Caught to like I'm booked in now. This might be her. This might be the woman who's doing it because I'd never met her before, and it just had a name on there. Um, 
like a female name, uh, a traditionally female name. So I was expecting a uh, female um, to be doing it, as you would. Um, not that this story is going to divert in any other direction than that. It was a female who was doing it. But, you know, you never know these days, do you? Um, anyway, I'm waiting there, and uh, this woman walks in, and she goes, oh, hi, uh, how are you doing to somebody, obviously, out of sight in the corridor? And um, she, the woman said, yeah, how are you? Oh, I don't really want to be here today. And I'm sitting there going, fucking hell, if this is the fucking woman. She's walked in at fucking quarter two. My appointment's at fucking quarter two. And she says she don't want to be here. Fucking hell. I've just, I was just getting wound up by it. Like thinking, is this what it's come to, people? Even when you're getting private fucking dental care, the fucking private dental woman doesn't want to fucking be there. Is that it? And just slowly, slowly just fucking winding myself up about it. Oh, fucking hell, you don't want to be here. I don't want to be paying fucking 80 fucking quid for this shit. But I've got to go through it because you don't fucking descale anybody anymore, do you? No, you have to pay fucking privately for that. And then when I come in, you pay it private and you don't want to fucking be here. I'm just getting more and more and more and more wound up as I'm doing it. Then I'm called through, walk through to the door, and it's not the fucking woman. <laughs> I walked in that room so fucking pissed off. I was about to say, oh, you don't want to be here, do you? Anyway, let's get on with this shit. And it wasn't the same woman. <laughs> it was a different fucking woman. And I had to go from fucking about 90% pissed off way down to about 5%. Just... My new uh, normal cruising altitude. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a cunt. Ah, oh, Jesus. That's how I'm going to go out, people, I tell you. I'm going to go out, get them pissed off, have a heart attack about something, and then somebody will turn around and go, oh, no, it wasn't that at all. It was something else. <laughs> anyway, they discard the old teeth. I was in there for about an hour. And uh, you just get shit. They used some sort of, like, airflow system on it or i don't know what they do and descaling and the old teeth are looking fucking pearly white boy um yeah so they're looking uh looking all right at the minute but uh yeah it was just like that whole thing of winding myself up about that i need to calm down that's what i was thinking afterwards i was sitting there and through the whole of that hour I was just sitting there of reasons to be pissed off just to justify the level of annoyed I was. Not at just the woman who walked in, but at myself as well for getting annoyed about that. <laughs> I was more pissed off with myself at the end of it. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, um, what's been in, uh, what has taken my attention this week? Oh, yeah, this week I am, uh, it's quite a busy week this week for gigs-wise. I am uh, gigging all over the shop this week. Um, let's have a look where I am fucking hell. Um, yeah, tomorrow night I'm in Schiffnell, wherever the fuck that is, near Birmingham or something. Uh, then I'm in Barrow. Barrow and Furnished, up there by the coast, baby. It's about fucking four hours away or something. And then uh, Newcastle under Lime on Friday for the new Ruffle Comedy Club. They've got a new comedy club that's opened there. So it'd be nice to do that for the first time. And then Letchworth on uh, Saturday night, which is a nice local gig. So um, that's me. Um, busy, busy, busy this week. Uh, hopefully um, the new stuff I've been doing as well will be 
uh, hammered out either tomorrow night or Saturday night just to see how it goes. Um, just at a proper paid gig, just to see how that, um, whether that's up to speed or not. That's the risk we take, people. That is the risk we take. This is the big one. It's like going over the fucking top like that. There's no looking back. As soon as you hear that whistle, you're over, isn't it? You start walking back and you might as well just fucking shoot yourself in the foot. That's it. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of war metaphors going on in this uh, this episode of the podcast. It's the, it's the fucking blood's up. That's why. The fucking blood is up after watching that uh, Darkest Hour. I blame that completely. How films can influence you um, with regards to uh, your outlook on life. I know. It's terrible. Anyway. What have I been looking at this week um, uh, on the uh, on the internet? Uh, let's have a little look. Ah, uh, yeah, this was a fucking great headline I saw uh, in I forget where it was, but uh, it's uh, it says pair jailed for performing sex acts on a rush hour train. Now, uh, a couple who got amorous on a rush hour train, rush hour train as well. That's going to be busy, man. Standing room only, not for these two. Uh, a pair who got amorous on a rush hour train continues despite being asked to stop by witnesses. Do you mind stop fingering a pussy, mate? I'm trying to get us to work. Uh, Deborah Tobin, 57, Jesus, received oral sex and was digitally penetrated as opposed to analogly uh, penetrated uh, by Raymond Burr, 64. Fucking hell, them two. Fucking fingering on the train at 64 and 57. On a C to C train, I don't know what that is. Uh, cunt to cock, is it? I don't know. Uh, C to C train from London to Basildon, Essex. Would have to be Essex, wouldn't it? Schlegs. Uh, last May. Jesus. Okay, right. Uh, it's only just gone to court then. Uh, the pair have been drinking and were stopped by police when they arrived at Pit C. Hey, put the pussy down, buddy. Put step away from the pussy. Uh <laughs> Guns drawn like that. Let me smell your fingers. Come here. Let me smell your fingers. Right, okay. Up against the wall, mate. Up against the wall. Those fingers reek of 57-year-old pussy. Uh, the first witness was with a grandson. Oh, man. Uh, uh, there were children in the carriage, confirmed by the second witness, who said there were children aged between one and six on the train. It was lewd behavior. Jesus, if you have a look at the fucking people who did it. Man. That geezer doesn't look as though... Raymond Burr, 64, was given 100 hours of community service. (laughs) I've had to do community service in the past. It's fucking awful. Ah, dear. What do they have to do? They ought to... um, Picking up tampons or something. Fucking hell, you wouldn't want him doing that, would you? In a park. Uh, After the incident, the two got off the train at Pitsy and were stopped by a transport officer. Mr. Burr gave his name, but Miss Tobin gave her name as Janet Green. Old Janet Green, at it again. Uh, The judge also heard that Tobin, who had been widowed shortly before the incident, Jesus, was it before she got on the train and then thought, oh, fuck it, come on, let's make the most of this, you can finger me right now. Uh, This is getting me through the grief. Was she still wearing all black? I don't know. That seems inappropriate, doesn't it? Uh, It was her first court appearance in June this year, but changed her plea to guilty. Guilty, there was digital penetration. I admit it. I admit... <laughs> Just the way they said. Digital penetration. Jesus. 
Uh, Judge Samantha Lee said, it's deeply unpleasant. Oh, <laughs> is she on about the digital penetration or just the watching of it? Uh, but I'm well aware it hurts me. All right, Judge. All right, don't bring yourself. It's not all about you, Judge. Some people like that sort of thing. But I'm well aware of the age and the lack of previous convictions. The age? What? I, I don't understand the age thing. Uh, why is age, well, you know, like she's legal. They are both adults and they are capable of making their own decisions. <laughs> I want my pussy fingered on a train. And you will do it. I am an adult. It is my right to have my pussy fingered on a train and to receive oral sex. Oral sex on a train as well. That's got to be hard, isn't it? Especially in rush hour. It's fucking hard to get a seat in rush hour. They must have been standing in a fucking corridor or something. Uh, You were travelling back from London on a C2C cock train. Uh, when you engaged in lewd behaviour, that's what they said. One of the witnesses had a young grandson with her and could see what was going on. I can see everything you're doing over there. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, the bloke didn't reply. He's got his tongue inside her pussy. Uh, she stood up and spoke to you. She asked you to desist, uh, but you didn't. Do you mind desisting from that? <laughs> no. Yes, I do mind. I do. I'm almost there. Give me a couple of minutes. Uh, there were other children in the carriage, and 6pm is 6pm, fucking hell, you were both drinking at the time. Uh, Bear was told to carry out 100 hours of community service, while Tobin was told to do 100, she got more. You see, that is the, um, uh, the gender, gender oral sex gap right there. Uh, a man only gets 100 hours of community service for performing the sex act, uh, whilst... The woman got 150 for receiving. Jesus. Uh, that is a gender, the, the gender oral sex gap that we have just discovered. Uh, <laughs> you get 50% more uh, community service as a woman if you have your, your pussy licked on a train. It is disgraceful. The man should have got 150 as well. Oh, Jesus. Fucking hell. Doing that, I, I mean, like, you know, every now and again, everybody does uh, a couple of things between consenting adults in the public domain. I'm sure there's people out there who have done that. Out there in public, you get a bit fruitoir, a little bit fruity, and uh, but you don't do it on a fucking train, do you? Jesus. Fucking hell. Especially in rush hour. You know, <laughs> you want to be doing that at, like, fucking, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon, something like that, when there's not many people about. <laughs> you don't want to be spoiling somebody's commute, do you? Jesus. Maybe he was just hungry. The fucking food on trains is fucking awful. And maybe that was the uh, maybe the better option. But just recently, recently widowed as well. Straight in there, isn't he? He's not, he's not messing around. Fucking hell. He's not messing around fucking, you know, morning. Get a while. She's vulnerable. She, this is going to cost us a hundred, cost you 150 hours of community service, sweetheart, but it's going to be worth every fucking minute. Ah, oh dear. Ah, oh, fuck me. Yeah, that, so that was that. Jesus, if you look at the fucking, the, the geezer who did it, he looks, he looks like he's literally got months to live. He does not look a well chap. Um, that's what licking pussy on a train will do for you. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know whether his hair fell out before or after, but Jesus. Uh, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> that was one thing uh, I saw on the internet this week. Uh, another thing. Uh, let's have a look at this. Oh, yes, yeah, classic headline. Uh, elderly British couple who claim they were tricked into smuggling cocaine on cruise ships spent 18 grand on travel in two years. <laughs> a British couple who claim they were tricked. They claim they were tricked into smuggling cocaine on a luxury cruise spent thousands of pounds a year on trips abroad. Uh, despite their meagre income, former chef Roger Clark, 72, and he's retired. They're fucking, that's their retirement plan, isn't it? Smuggling drugs. We all fucking know it. Oh, fucking hell. I didn't realise there was fucking nine kilos of fucking cocaine in my bag. Shit, man. Who put that there? Yeah, that old chestnut. We stand, uh, we'll stand trial in Lisbon today after they're arrested with nine kilos of cocaine allegedly in their luggage when their cruise liner uh, docked in the Portuguese capital last December. The fair pair faced up to 12 years in prison. 172, 171. They ain't going to do them full 12 years, are they? The pair face up to about five years in prison at most. And then they'll have to spend the rest of their time uh, in uh, in a fucking urn, I imagine. Explosive court papers made public on Monday show Mr. Clark told police that uh, they arrested a mystery on... on uh, that, oh, fuck me. Uh, showed Mr. Clark told police after their arrest a mystery entrepreneur... Entrepreneur? Why can't I say that fucking word? Entrepreneur of Jamaican origin, playing the black guy, uh, called Lee, <laughs> paid for their 6,800 Caribbean cruise and fooled them into smuggling the drugs. Jesus. All right, me old fruit. All right. Mr. Clark claimed the Wheeler dealer asked him to buy exotic fruit for sale in the UK. The, it clearly wouldn't be available in Jamaica. Uh, there's a few holes in your story here, but... Uh, before getting him to pick up empty new suitcases. Empty new suitcases. Fucking hell, what's that rattling around in these? Oh, no, they're empty suitcases, they are. But it feels like there's about nine kilos of some sort of powdery stuff in here. No, it's empty. Oh, okay. Let's get on the cruise. <laughs> don't it? Don't forget the exotic fruits you've got to get me. Uh, new suitcases in St. Lucia from an unidentified middleman. He could. He said he could sell in Harrods for a massive profit. Oh, fucking hell. Take these two new suitcases and take them directly to Harrods because they'd buy from people who just turn up on the doorstep with shit. Ah, oh, fuck me. However, the volumes of court documents show that the elderly couple had, been, uh, had long combined a seemingly run-of-the-mill lifestyle focused around bingo golf and the occasional meal of friends with remarkable with a remarkable number of cruises to exotic locations they're fucking drug smugglers police investigators calculated that clark's went on cruises costing 18 grand over two years in 2018 diary received from mrs clark's bedside on the marco polo which was the ship they were on were notes detailing extravagant trips oh what a fucking retard she wrote it all in a fucking diary ah Fly out to Havana, cruise to the Philippines, and then drop off drugs. <laughs> oh, these people are so fucking retarded. Ah, Jesus, the NCA have not publicly revealed how they got the information. 
that the uh, clouts were carrying nine kilos of cocaine. Uh, it was in a fucking diary. <laughs> but they just checked her fucking to-do list. <laughs> Do the washing, take the car for a wash, drop off nine kilos of cocaine. Almost done everything today. Posted it on fucking Facebook. Uh, dear. A damning Portuguese uh, report signed by uh, Inspector Carlinans on May the 20th. There is no doubt Roger and Susan Clark had contact with dr- drugs trafficking organisations just during two trips in 2017 and then another one made in 2018. They were already done, weren't they? Let's have a look. Spoke of a family trip. Can pass. Let's have a look. Yeah, they've already been fucking done for um, fucking transporting drugs from the Netherlands. <laughs> and they've got no idea. Uh, the, the, the amount of holes in their fucking story is fucking uh, Jesus. The age of the suspects added to the fact that they were a married couple could lead one to suspect these cruises were really for fun when in truth they were part of an illicit project and their behaviour was designed just to make easy money with high profit. Well, they won't be doing that anymore. Uh, yeah, they've always already been done for fucking drug trafficking in the past. Ah! Fucking hell, man. Uh, there's some bullshit stories, but that is a fucking howler. Ah, oh, I love it. Uh, what are we on? 33 minutes. Fucking hell, people. Uh, we have not to, uh, had time to do the new bits uh, that I was going to do. Uh, I'll try and sort that out for Saturday. I oh, know. I keep going on and on and on and on and on and on and on about it. But um, they'll be coming up shortly. I'm just trying to prepare a few little bits for it and make it as good as possible for your listening experience. That was episode 39 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I will be back on Saturday, people. Um, Hopefully with a few little other bits in there, but we shall see. It's going to be a busy week this week. Um, Have a good week, people. Um, If you like this, you can subscribe to it on the Apple Podcast site as well as the Podbean site, and it's also on SoundCloud as well. Um, Give us a like. Give us a review if you like it. If you don't like it, um, fuck off. Uh, (laughs) You you probably fucking will anyway. Anyway, that is this episode done. Have a good week, motherfuckers, and I will speak to you on Saturday.